Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It is the Outlaw Nation in the house. What's up, John? What's going on? What is happening here in the world? Let's get it on. I'm excited. It's been a long day of shows, but this is the show I was looking forward to the most. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not from a vain situation, but because I love these two gentlemen so much, Dwayne Burke (laughs) and Eric Rodriguez, getting it on tonight. Uh, Nerd Chronic uh, is my boy from the from the first jump when he first showed up at a showdown. So I'm excited to do all this. When you asked me to be a part of this, I was like, yes, I'll set aside time for my training to take on big time Ethan Irwin, the beast, the monster himself, so I could hang out with you guys. So thank you so much for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. And shout out to the Call to Action Army. Much love. Much love. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Tonight's all about you, my dude. This is definitely a big week for you. You're going against up against Ethan Irwin. You know, no big deal. Definitely one of the biggest, uh, you know, best competitors out there. But yeah. you also, you are also one of the biggest and best competitors in Schmodown out there as well. So I'm excited to see how these guys really are going to go at each other, trying to really debate some really fun and interesting questions. So did you get a chance to see the questions that I posted on Twitter not too long ago? Say that again? Sorry. Oh, did you get a chance to see the questions I posted on Twitter? Uh, I did not. So I, I like walking into this completely cold. If you want to tell me the questions, I'm willing to have a reaction if that's what you're asking me for. I'm down. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, when the time comes, please read the questions. But uh, oh, question yeah. number one is, okay. what is oh. the best championship match that Roka wow. has competed in? And obviously, you have several in teams as well as singles. And who knows, in the future, IG or Star Wars, we'll see. Uh, you know, to be continued, but you know, there's lots to choose from. Uh, the second, yeah. what is the most iconic Roka rivalry? What is wow. Roka's most iconic rivalry? Like no big that. deal. You, uh, you, you have been known to, I don't like to say pick fights, but you've gone into a showdown <laughs> fight, fights every Scrapes? now and then. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah little, little, uh, rattling the cage. Not everybody yeah. can be Dan Merle and hug hands and exactly. hold everybody. When, when you're that competitive, you know, things come out every now and again. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the third and final question is yeah. what was Broca's most controversial Whether it be yeah. yes, whether it be a challenge, whether it be a an uh, interview, whether it be a storyline. So yeah. I asked them to get creative and yeah. they gave us some really creative answers. I'm looking forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you're not familiar with Schmobates, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and dropping by. Schmobates is a Schmodan themed debate show where we actually have you guys, the voters, uh, the viewers really, really determine who's going to walk away winner today with the bragging rights forever. Both of our competitors, both Eric Rodriguez, aka Nerd Chronic, as well as Dwayne Burke, actually actually competed previously in a match yeah. in Schmobates just a few months ago. Dwayne walking away the winner. Eric obviously the loser what else but (laughs) i'm excited to see them really come back together because it was actually one of my favorite debates i've ever seen on this show so let's get back into it Mm -hmm. well the thing is eric's eric's like a silent like he's chill he's a chill assassin you know what i'm saying and so he's got and now that he's got the measure of Dwayne burke i'd be scared see Dwayne likes to talk over you get loud get passionate get you know get Mm -hmm. excitable i respect that if Eric plays this smart, he can just come right underneath, uh, right underneath Dwayne, undercutting his points uh, softly and surely, and the, it's going to win the crowd over. I got a feeling this is going to be a heck of a battle that'll match what we saw before between these two great gentlemen. Absolutely, it's going to get intense. It's going to get mm-hmm. bloody, but most of all, 
it's going to go Western and outlaw-fied. Okay. Nice, nice. Competitor. See what I did there. That's for our first good. competitor, coming in high, Mr. Nerd Chronic himself, Eric Rodriguez. What's up, boo-boo? Hey, everyone. Hey, John. It's good to see What's you up, again, bro? my man. Hey. You too, my man. Good to see you. Look at you growing a beard out. Yeah. What, you've been lifting? You're doing doing well. Doing my best. Jack <laughs> down in the gym. What's going on there? I'm here with uh, Paul Yama, like you say. <laughs> you're ball tossing the oh, yeah. ball to each other i respect yeah. it i respect it. <laughs> so are you excited for today oh yeah oh yeah. yeah uh yeah i mean i know i lost to Dwayne last time uh but i do hold the the point that he threw clark wolf under the bus for that win so no hard feelings about that on my end you know I, I stand yeah. by what i said who then is the real be. winner yeah after all <laughs> yeah where your morals lie absolutely but also you obviously like you said you just lost to you did lose to Dwayne last time so are you coming in into this match that much more angry for that win yeah I mean I want to win I want to like you know even it up get one one with him and that way we can have a third a rubber, rubber match uh, in the future sometime yeah, absolutely um you know real quick from the chat uh, a lot of people are really quick to say you know bring it on. But also, hey, nerd. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, nice little pun there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, over to our other competitor. He is sitting at 1-0, and oh, one of the, you know, best competitors, but one of the best, like, really concise arguers I've actually seen on you know, streaming today. So I'm really excited to bring him on. Uh, Mr. Dwayne Burke, what's up? Oh. I'm actually sitting at one and one, unfortunately. Oh, sorry. Um. One and one. I apologize. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like to had an unfortunate like opening round in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I actually just realized, I'm so sorry, that my battery on my headphone is oh. very low. So I'm going to uh -oh. switch it out for a hot second. I apologize. All right. Because I'm a very prepared person. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here for Schmobits. Uh, I don't know how to host shows usually, so I'm going to do my best here. Uh, but yeah, Dwayne, you know, you came into the Schmodown, Dwayne, as like a fan and then you found your way onto the production crew. I remember when you used to show up, you used to bother me all the time. Advice for the outlaw, all this kind of stuff. There we go. I'm <laughs> super prepared, guys. Super good to becoming Very part of the production team. And now you're a film, you're shooting stuff, you're doing incredible things for the Schmodown. Uh, what's been the journey for you from fan to actual member of the production team? Because you've never short of opinions. They've just gotten louder as you become more and more part of the Schmodown. <laughs> Have you noticed that about yourself too? Um, I think my opinions were always loud. Just now there's people that listen to them. <laughs> um, but actually my, my, my journey to, to the crew is actually courtesy of Mr. Nerd Chronic. Um, oh, right on. We met at that first live event sitting next to each other and it's become a beautiful friendship and right uh, rivalry. Let's, let's see if we can make this yeah. as great as some of the, Things we're going to talk about in question number two. I love it. Well, all great friendships, I feel like, do have some kind of rivalry undercurrent, just a little bit. Sometimes more, sometimes a little undercurrent, but sometimes a big current so you'll feel me so i'm excited to kind of dive into that so if you're not familiar with schmo base like i mentioned a schmodown themed debate show we're kind of chat over here pros cons all that good stuff i uh, just want to let you know about the format we have three questions both eric and Dwayne are going to be arguing today both john and i are going to be the moderators but you the voters the viewers you're going to get to determine who's going to walk away with a win it's going to be Dwayne with two and one it's going to be eric in one and one. We're going to find out pretty soon. But we start off with Dwayne answering his uh, 
providing his open opening statement first for one minute, followed by Eric as well. And then we have four minutes of open debate and then one minute of closing statements as well. We'll be starting with Dwayne on the first question. For the second question, we'll be then starting with Eric for the third and final one. We'll be using a beautiful Action Army coin to determine who is going to be going first. Because as much, John, we love you at the end of the day, this is called action all about the action army and i want to know are you guys team boom or you guys want to be ama fifth anniversary mm. let's go let's go fifth anniversary yeah want to be fifth anniversary here yeah. okay perfect all right and the if it lands on yours then you get to decide if you want to defer or not or go first all right so Dwayne, you do have one minute on the clock to provide your opening statement. And John, will you please do the honor of reading the question, please? Yeah, are you putting it up on the screen or oh, am yes, I? Uh... They're at the bottom. Oh, at the bottom? All right, let's take a look right now. Uh, <laughs> of the stream yard? Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. What? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's see. What is the best championship match that the outlaw, I'm going to say the outlaw, has competed in? Uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean any one that I've won. It could just be the one I've competed in. So what is the best championship match that the outlaw has competed in? Gentlemen. All right. Dwayne, you have one minute on the clock to give us your answer and give us a cool, brief summary in uh, in your favor, starting now. All right. So when you're picking the best championship match, I think you got to go with the one that started it all. Mm. Roka Merle won. If if Roka had lost that match, what would have happened? And you would think that it would be this great story where the outlaw rides off into the sunset, but he said, fuck no, let's go back to the OK Corral and let's shoot him up some more. He wasn't resting on his laurels. He said, I'm going to build my legend on the foundation of this win. We wouldn't have the great top 10 Patriots matches that we got. We wouldn't have the Bibbs rivalry. We wouldn't have the tackle. We wouldn't have Houston without Roca Merle one. And time. Great, great match. One of my favorite matches of all time. Absolutely. And, not getting a lot of uh, things, uh, you know, happened because of that match very specifically. Mm. And over to you, Eric. You also have one minute on the clock to let us know, uh, let us know your selection. All right, starting now. All right, uh, yeah, and I admit that's a great pick to start with. That kind of went through my mind as well. However, as great as that is, with a kind of open, like a starter to the story of the outlaw that we know now. Uh, I chose kind of like the bookend from what we kind of know more recently, which was his uh, match, in, match in Orlando against Corruption. Uh, because you asked Wayne what would have happened uh, with that match against Merle if he had lost. Uh, we know what would have happened in the match in Orlando if he had lost. What he has said famously on several streams that he would have walked like that. But that would have been the end of the outlaw if we knew it. So there were a lot of stakes on the line. That's why I do enjoy it so much is because it had stakes against, you know, going against Corruption again. It had stakes him and Dan potentially breaking up his partners. He had secret stakes that we weren't even aware of at the moment, which was him potentially walking off from the show entirely. So we didn't have the ability to kind of like gauge the magnitude of what was happening at the moment, but it was still big when we finally That's got nice. that win. We finally saw what happened. The crowd, the, the energy of the crowd kind of drove it forward. And now it's, I think it's the staple of like his career at the moment. 
Absolutely. Not to mention live events. They definitely have a certain energy to them. You know, you're a performer outlaw. You, yeah. you know that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's nothing okay. like the crowd. Oh, yeah. It definitely does something to uh, the to the body. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, before we kind of dive into, you know, the actual, you know, four minute of debate itself, what do you think of these picks real quick? What are you excited for them to kind of, uh, you know, talk about? Well, I love what Joanne brought up, the idea of like if I don't be if I hadn't beaten Dan, what would have been my legacy in this uh game, in this schmodown? Would I've constantly come up close to Dan and never been able to beat him? But having beaten him kind of solidified me in people's minds and also was essential to the fact that like it was such a long time to get there. So pretty incredible that for him to bring that up. Hadn't even thought about that before, what my life would have been if I hadn't beaten Dan. Uh, in the thing in this uh, game and also what Eric brought up I think I really enjoyed too the idea of like well if I had won that one I'd be gone so the stakes on both sides are very interesting determining what my future would have been as a competitor uh, depending on the results of both those matches so I can't pick one just yet so I want to hear the debates for sure yeah, okay, we can't go into this, uh, you know, biased, of course, but I am excited right. about this idea of an outlaw what if universe for sure. Uh, coming to Disney Plus near you. <laughs> All right, you guys have four minutes on the clock to start debating right now. I'll let you go, my friend. All right, <laughs> well, first things first, Roka would have walked, come on, would have walked my ass. There's not an ounce of quit in that man, and we all know that. He would have came back like he always comes back. Just like after Bespin, guess what happened? He came back, and he won the title. You want, and you, you want to say, like, oh, live, live events? Would we even have live events if it wasn't for the drama and the gravitas of Roca versus Merle? We, would, we wouldn't be in a position where we would have gotten Orlando if it wasn't for that match uh i mean that makes sense but however i do think that the uh like i said live events which we all know and love uh stemmed from potentially uh roca's uh different rivalry with like a different person which we'll probably talk about later the thing with moral uh it was great but shortly after that they had one more go where moral got it back then moral shortly walked away and the whole thing in my opinion kind of like felt like it started strong it cemented legacy for sure but then it kind of like Drifted in different directions. Whereas Orlando, again, it's my favorite like bookend to like kind of Roka's story of that year for sure, but also kind of like some somewhat of his career when the team's title for the first time, which he had sought after for a long time against a certain other team. And so I do think that it kind of uh, had a different impact on the show, especially moving forward into what we now know as the the new era. That I mean, that's that's a good good argument, but I'll also say that when when we talk about Roka. And Merle, we're talking about the goats of the game. And when you talk about Roca and his argument for the goat, it's his record against Dan Merle. And where did his winning record against Dan Merle start? It started there with Roca Merle one. That's it's it's the foundation of the legacy. That's the foundation. All all of your house is built on the foundation. Everything that came after is built on this win and his drive to win that belt. Yeah, I do love you. I do love that we're kind of arguing just like two things at the end of the spectrum, which is just that I'm for the end of the spectrum. I'm for the other end, which is just that, you know, I love that we can see him 
uh, reach some sort of like uh, visible moment of accomplishment when he's on stage in Orlando with the crowd behind him again, lifting the five, doing the whole thing. And it's kind of why I really loved having that moment in my back pocket for the documentary when I finished it that way, because that's that's what people wanted. That people want to see him at his highest. I think that was probably the highest point in his career for the championship uh, moments and seeing him with Dan uh, come together to win that simultaneously for both of them for the first time. It's a beautiful moment, I think, for both competitors involved. And I do think it's something that uh, that led him into his final accomplishment of the year, which was defending that belt in Spectacular. I mean, you, you want to talk about the, the beautiful moment, the win. I don't think you can top the genuine surprise when he won. The gen, like you, you could see it on his face. He's like, wait, wait, I, I won. And then the tears, there hasn't been another moment on camera where he was in tears because that's how much that match meant to him. Uh, except it's for always about your first, you never forget your first, except for my moment. My moment when he also broke into tears on stage in front of you know hundreds of people in Orlando at a live event. Uh, also winning a belt. Was it when he won the belt or was it during the post-match interview? It's, it's all one thing. It's all part of the, you know, the, the, part of the, all the experience. It's, because it's experience. he was in tears before the belt was even in his hands. Ten seconds. Uh, so yeah, I, I, he was. Yes, true. But I do think it's all part of the same process, all same, part of the same experience of winning a specific uh, moment, uh, which is the championship. Not the belt, but the championship match itself. And time. Okay, so a lot of great points were made, and I kept thinking to myself, the tears. We've seen Mm. tears. Roka's a very passionate guy. We've seen tears. True. Very true. On more than one occurrence, from what I remember. But (laughs) it's not me, like, it's a great thing. It's, it's, you're a passionate guy. Mm -hmm. You know, things are going to happen. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) True. How are you feeling about this? I love the caps lock. You know, I'm loving it. It's very, it's, it's very fun to listen to these, uh, these arguments back and forth for sure. Yeah. Well, I have have my own notes, but yes. (laughs) Well, exactly. That's why I kind of want to hear about what are some of your notes? Uh, You know, from how are you feeling? Do you feel like anything is right, wrong? In particular, uh, well, what I do. Saying? Yeah, well, first of all, I enjoy both of the uh, presentations of both. Like, this is a very civil debate. I'm used to me and Bibbs yelling over each other, so this is a new experience for me. This is fantastic to watch. Uh, Dwayne doing his side of things. I did not cry after I beat Dan, so him saying that that was a. It, I don't remember tearing up at that one, but I do remember the Orlando one. That's for sure. I think where mm-hmm. Dwayne missed some points uh, was uh, like talking about my journey how it was a year-long journey to get to that moment therefore the championship match meant that much more uh on the other side of things eric not mentioning the other two losses to corruption not mentioning how i had won the belt already in the tag teams uh, division Mm -hmm. earlier and how much it was to get back to try to get that again so some of those points were missed i think but overall they presented both uh both they both presented really well what they were uh, uh pushing and why they chose that match so I got a good idea of why both of them chose the, the matches that they chose. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more about the history of getting to those matches, not just in those. And maybe some conversation about what happened within the matches between both of those matches. Because I was, uh, you know, I missed the first two questions in the third round. It looked like I was out in the Dan match. And in the corruption match, uh, we were pretty much steamrolling those guys. So, like, that's a, a thing you could have brought up as well. But mm-hmm. overall, interesting arguments for sure. Absolutely. I Every time someone says 
best spin. I naturally think B spin though, based off our conversation. <laughs> I can have, I'm like B spin. And no one ever corrected me for the longest time. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not hateful, you know. Um, now something I feel like uh, Eric did mention that did kind of give a slight one up. I would love mm -hmm. to see you, Dwayne, you know, address is that, you know, a lot of people, you know, didn't like, you know, obviously work as a really great competitor, but there was this idea that you're not a true champion until you defend the belt. And that didn't really happen as far as I can remember until he was able to success successfully, you know, defended against corruption. So that's something you definitely had a, you know, one up on there. I didn't really see him address, but also, like you said, uh, there is something to be said about the real energy behind that match against Merle as well. It is like still used in promos today, not just in for stuff referencing Roka, obviously, but beyond. Um, so I would love to kind of uh, hear both you guys talk about, you know, the history and also like what it means for current matches as well. But yeah, a lot of history talk, which I'm so excited for. Okay, so we are going to be going into the closing statements. You guys have one minute apiece to let us know and really solidify your answers, get everyone to vote in your favor. And uh, we'll see how it goes and really address some of the questions and concerns that both Roka and I had as well. All right, Dwayne, are you ready? Yes. All right. You have one minute on the clock starting now. All right. So it's all fine and good to go with the most recent thing that you can remember. And I'll tell you right now, Roka did cry. I rewatched the match on purpose because I wanted to watch that reaction at the end because that was one of the most important things for me about that, like picking that match was the ending and the, the genuine joy and surprise and the realization that everything that he had put into that year had ended exactly the way he had visual visualized it. Like, and then to continue to build his legacy, he could have walked away like somebody after he did everything he wanted to in the game, Ooh. but no, he didn't. He said, wow. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to do even more. And, that's that's kind of why like it doesn't get any better or any bigger than the start of this story and time perfectly timed absolutely mm. it just the true start of roka's journey it sounds like you're kind of really putting that together okay eric love to hear your closing statements you two have one minute on the clock to let us uh know why we should vote in favor of yours corruption versus finding fathers are you ready all right, you have one minute starting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned the fact that he, yeah, he, uh, he won that against Moral and then that cemented his legacy or started his legacy uh, upward towards doing other things. He didn't want to retire after that accomplishment. However, he has said famously that he hasn't done what he wanted to do in the league for a long time. He wanted to defend the belt. By the time he won against Dan, didn't defend it yet. He won it, needed to defend it, didn't get a chance until he was able to win that team's belt. And yeah, John, you had mentioned that I didn't, I glossed over the, uh, kind of rivalry that you have between corruption going into that match. And that is a big thing because, yeah, they had your number for two games, uh, one being uh, a kind of wishy-washy one that we'll talk about soon, I guess. But also after that fact that we had the second one where they kind of just like had your number even more so, and you guys felt like you just couldn't couldn't get it. So when you came to that match in Orlando, you guys were uh, playing lights out. You guys didn't miss, a, didn't miss a question. You guys played a game for the ages, and you were able to – beat them uh, pretty much hands down. Like they did not have a chance against you. I do love seeing you guys come and dominate and put it into another gear that you didn't even know you had inside yourself. 
and time. Mm. Wham me. Oh, that was fantastic. Both these competitors are solid. Okay. So we're going to take a minute, you know, really kind of digest everything. Everyone in the chat, please go make your votes known. Uh, Jake is over in the chat, going to be sending out the, you know, necessary link and all that good stuff. It should be in the description box below. Uh, so let us know who made a better argument. Is it in favor of Eric with the founding fathers versus, you know, corruption over in Orlando not too long ago? Or is it with Dan Merle versus Roca, their first match? Just want to clarify. All right. Ooh, okay, and real quick, going over to the Streamlabs, you know, there's a lot of love, you know, overall. You know, real quickly, just want to highlight someone saying the very top here. Where if I can find it, that would be great, but I can't find it right now. But uh, Samir Tesfai mm -hmm. says Lawrence Dwayne Fishburne. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but okay. Thank you for donation. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is a pretty fantastic, wonderful actor in every single way. Okay. Uh, Jake Berlin uh, says crossover deposit. Love y'all. Also, Bren Rayner just says, hey, all around just curious, which do you prefer if it's different, the prequels or seven through nine? Oh, wait, that's an old one. Forget me saying that. <laughs> I just really said two days old, not two minutes. Never mind. Forget me. So forget me. <laughs> anyway, regardless. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you guys feel about your first debate? Over and done with? Are we moving on to the next one? And do you regret not saying anything? Uh, I mean, I mean, you can always Monday, Monday morning quarterback and be like, Oh, I should have said this. I should have said that. But I, I yeah. think I'm, I, I'm confident in what I said in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, it's in the voters hands now. Yep, same. No pressure, guys. No pressure. It is indeed in your hands. Go vote. Um, yeah, that's a reference to another match as well, but N7 Shepard, not going to lie. Wow. That was mm. intense. That was rough. Okay. All right. Um, we are just real quick. You can make a send us some streamlabs through there. Everything is in the description box below. So go do that or do a super chat. We appreciate everything. Every cent counts. All right. We're going to be moving on to the second round question. Roca, are you yep. excited to hear these guys talk about this question? Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a little fun, man. I love this idea. Oh, this is going to be a good, good question. This is going to get beefy. And I'm excited. <laughs> it's so perfect. Okay. Please do the honor in reading the second question. Wow. All right. Second question. What is the Outlaws' most iconic rivalry? What is Roka's most iconic rivalry? I think it's just so on brand for you to put down the Outlaw instead of Roka. Yeah. Which is out. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not Roka picking the fights, it's the outlaw. I don't know what happened when I put the hat yeah. on, but he comes someone exactly. else. That's sure. <laughs> but it's the most on brand thing you can do being on this stream, which I appreciate. Yes. Yeah. All right. For this round, we're going to be starting with Eric uh, with the opening and closing statements. You have one minute on the clock to let us know your pick of most iconic rivalry. There's so many to choose from. Are you ready? Yes. All right. You have one minute starting now. Uh, yeah, like you say, there's so many to choose from. I mean, the outlaw, we'll keep it with the outlaw, has had his fair share of, you know, uh, terrors at people that we know of uh, who, have, who have come and gone, who are, you know, still around some uh, fashion. However, I think the most iconic is the one that's still here, which is Dan Merle. And yeah, he's his partner uh -huh. now. However, that does not negate them from continuing that rivalry going into potentially uh, his next victory. If, you know, if he does the deed against Ethan Irwin, 
it's coming up again. We're going to see that match again. We're going to see those two go at it. And that rivalry is never gone. It's like Rocky and Apollo, you know, like we get that exhibition match. We get to see them uh, go at it like in a friendly manner. It's going to be big. It's going to be loud. We know it's going to be impressive. And it's something that's going to be, it's cemented in part of the Schmodown from the get-go, as Dwayne had said. It's part of the legacy of the Schmodown, not just their legacy, but the show itself. And it's very important to uh, acknowledge that they have something that will never end between one another. <laughs> okay, cool. Yep. All right. Just uh, letting go of the last few seconds. Totally awesome. (laughs) All right. Great choice. It's almost uh, emphasizing, you know, Dwayne's pick from the previous round, which is kind of interesting, but no doubt, definitely great pick for sure. All right. And over to Dwayne, no pressure. Let's see if you can one up it. You have one minute on the clock to let us know your choice starting now. Yeah. Like, like you said, is this is going to be timeless. It's going to be endless. And in order to, to compete with something like that, I kind of had to take it to a different place. Um, this this rivalry wasn't broke on his own. And it includes probably the most hated team to ever grace the stage. I picked top 10 Patriots. Mm. And... When when you when you talk about that rivalry, you're talking about arguably what some people want to say is the best team to ever play the, play the game. But you're only as good as your competition, and that's top ten, and that's the outlaw. I, I yield my time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll, 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 I'll leave the rest of that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like just for dramatic dramatic effect. Wow. Silence. Yes. <laughs> <Feel> that <tension. laughs> All right. I uh, just want to you know, say hi to everyone in the chat. We have quite a few people that are dropping in for the first time. What's up, Lon Harris? Hey, dude. Uh, is that the professor or the delinquent hiding in there? From the picture, I'm not so sure. So. Seems like delinquent to me. He made a, he made a cat balloon comment. There, there's so a pipe, though. There's a pipe. <laughs> so that looks pretty professor to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's a lot of mentions in the chat. Yeah, so <laughs> this is going right to Titi's head. <laughs> 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 probably, probably. Um, yeah, exactly. Also, a real quick movie Fionobi says, Look at this master editor turned debater. Make your cases, love and support to Eric. Good night, everyone. Be kind to each other and only argue like my Italian family dinners growing up. <laughs> Man. That's that. I feel like we would need a lot more hand gestures yeah. if that's the case. Very Italian. Very Italian. All right. Okay. So you guys have four minutes on the clock to make your case. Are y'all ready? Yep. All right. Yep. I'm ready. Four minutes starting now. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you and you brought up you know JTE and uh, Snyder as the Patriots run, like they're probably with top ten for sure. Uh, but again, it's something that I think that was fiery at the time, uh, but Rooker never overcame, unfortunately, and uh, it kind of like drifted away. We saw how the league turned into like a year and a half ago, and uh, that rivalry never got to have any sort of like I think meaningful conclusion. And it, it, it's now it's gone. Like you know, we're just probably not going to have it again. It's not going to come back in any sort of meaningful way. Just because it's not meaningful forever doesn't mean it's not meaningful. It's like when you when you look at like actual sports, you talk about like the Jets and the Patriots. The Jets don't ever win, but it's still like a huge rivalry for Patriots fans. Like it just because someone doesn't win doesn't mean it's not a rivalry. They keep coming back. They keep going at it. 
it, it it's a rivalry regardless yeah. of it's all one-sided it's still a rivalry yeah, there's still fire there there's still something there that makes it interesting and that's why I do I do think my pick of uh, Roka and Merle is what fits the bill like right here because uh, they keep coming back you know like they came back we saw that moment on stage when they became the five horsemen they had that momentary pause they did the handshake we know that that that's them putting aside differences to do something special however they know in the back of their minds in their hearts they're both rivals and they're both going to give it their all if Dan, uh, Roka goes all the way and makes it to Dan and you know for a fact that match is going to have some fire in it you know they're not going to let let up one second against each other because they respect each other too much and that's what good rivals are they respect each other in a certain fashion do, do they do they though that's that's more like professional respect real rival there's no respect Top don't respect the patriots they don't give a crap about the patriots they want to crush them into dust you don't you don't have to respect your opponent at all to be a rival and i, I don't i don't think, i think if you're really rivals you really don't uh, you don't have to, but I think that's what the best ones do. I think that's when you, you recognize their talent and you're able to compete against them at a certain level where you know you want to beat them, but you respect that they have it in you to in, in them to beat you, and you acknowledge that. I think that's a good thing to have. I think that's what makes rivalries like like last, like I say, last uh, a long time, go the distance in people's memories. And I think people are going to be very excited to see Dan and Roka go at it if that happens again. I mean, in in this instance, I think what kept this rivalry lasting is more so you know, not anarchy or geographics. Like that's that. I think that's what kept this going. Not so much the, 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 the lack of a desire to keep it going. It, it was a lack of people staying in the league. Hmm. Uh, that's fair. And that's what happens, I guess. Right. That's the way the cookie crumbles. However, uh, in that sense, we do have two people in my pick that are part of the league in a way that we know they're not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter if they're a million miles away. Like they're going to keep going at it. They'll fight online. They'll fight outside. They'll fight in a boxing ring, wherever they got to do it, because that's how that they know that's what they need to do. They filmed a scene for fun about the rivalry, literally recreating the Rocky and Apollo match uh, because they know they're the most iconic duo. Shit, I'm, where were we at? <laughs> no, I think we're, no, I saw her flash the time, and I was like, oh, fuck. Under 30 <laughs> seconds, I think. Okay. Like, yeah, we're at, yeah, we're at 30 seconds now. Okay, cool. You're, you're right. They will always come back, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's iconic. Like, sometimes things come back, and you don't want them to. Not that I don't want Rogan World to come back, but, like, <laughs> because it keeps coming back doesn't mean that it's, a, it's iconic. It just means that it keeps coming back. Yeah, well, in my opinion, I think the best rivals, rivalries never really end. And that's, that's, again, the main point. And I do think Roka and Merle will always be rivals, even though right now they are partners. They always have that inside themselves. And under current rivalry, can you confirm or deny this since this kind of feeling? What, what, be specific with your question. <laughs> well, do I always want to beat Dan when I play Dan? Yes. Do I always I, measure who I am by Dan? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I I also I just think you just no matter who you go up against, something to clarify is I think you just want to beat everyone. This is very true. Is very everyone, true. sure, Dan as well, but every yeah. single competitor in every I, single way, shape, and form. I've never achieved the respect <laughs> I've sought in this game. No matter how many people I beat, people always go, eh, I don't think he's that smart. I host 700 podcasts about movies. Eh, I don't think he knows that much about trivia. Oh, <laughs> Ethan knows twice as much as John. 
Kiss my ass. I know a lot about movies, and I hate when oh, people say that kind of stuff. Actually. So, so, so I'm letting you know. So I'm no, but I absolutely, and I, you know, if I can comment on both of these arguments, I enjoy the hell out of both of them. That's for sure. Uh, Duane, once again, Dwayne and Eric being very respectful with each other, hearing each other's points, responding to them in eloquent manners, and I appreciate that very, very much. Eric brought up some interesting points with me and Dan. Sure, I haven't. I guess he kind of unearthed some. Someone mentioned in the chat. Oh, did you see Roka's face twitch just now? And it was like, yeah, because like <laughs> it's been a long time since I've thought of Dan as a rival, but it's always bubbling below the surface. It's always just sitting there. And if I'm uh, fortunate enough to take care of business against Ethan on Friday, then all of that will come storming out uh, uh, to for us to go at it one more time. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Dwayne brought up interesting points about um, about the Patriots. It's an interesting to call them a rivalry because we've never beaten them. However, we beat so many great teams to keep trying to get back to that mountaintop to yeah. take our belts back from them, and we never could get the job done. Uh, but it, But the rivalry was still there because he's right. Uh, we hate them. There's no, there's no world where Nost and I don't still hear the word "the Patriots" and don't get upset. Hear that Dropkick Murphy song and don't start kicking holes in walls. It's just our nature when we hear. In fact, we brought it up on a recent top ten episode. Matt's like, "Don't mention that name again." We kept moving forward with our conversation. So there's certainly still anger towards that team. Uh, but with Dan and I, that's an interesting thing, like the rivalry there. I'm kind of surprised, though, Alex. No one chose call to action from the love of God. Maybe one of the most heated short-term, but certainly incredibly heated rivalries. That flowed into reality. There was real anger between uh, the four of us. There was real possible fisticuffs. Just to clarify, not me, personally. No, no, no. no. But certainly <laughs> Andrew, and, uh, Andrew, Ben, and Matt and I, there were, there were moments for the uh, yeah. that we were going to – Go at it physically. Yeah. That's for sure. So that's, but uh, but I enjoy both of these rivalries, and I appreciate the fact that both these gentlemen are arguing them so well. It's actually funny you kind of bring that up because Jake Acuveta actually made in a streamlab and mentioned, you know, the outlaw versus called action is the is the true greatest showdown rivalry. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I re- I actually yeah. kind of love that. Um, another one, movie fanobia, like you mentioned uh, that one earlier, but also Samir says Morpheus, aka Dwayne, won round one. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not set in stone yet. Everyone has to go and vote and make their opinions known over there. Just want to let you know. Um, but yeah, so everything you guys said, I agree 110%. You know, it's, you know, the Patriots, what an iconic team. What if they were still together? Who the flip knows? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, what could have been? Um, but also, you know, Dan Merle. Like I said, I mean, they were active competitors, you know, you know, rivals for a long time. And now they're pseudo brothers you know so it's you know very different relationship and it hasn't been for a hot minutes but who knows in the future so uh you know i'm excited to see them kind of mention it later on now i do want you guys to kind of go into your closing statements i haven't heard you really guys talk about all that much is i would really love for you to mention the storylines going into it how were the storylines like going into these? How did the fans amp up these rivalries? Did people care about these rivalries or am I just making things up? I don't know. So I would really love to hear, you know, just not only about the storylines, but also how did people feel about them? Did were people like more passionate about one than the other or whatever it may be? Okay. Now we are going to continue with Eric on this closing statement. You have one minute on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. All right. One minute starting now. Yeah, if we're going by storyline, uh, is what this means between Dan uh, and uh, Roca is just that 
the, you know, like you said before, the storyline going into when their championship match was big, and we saw the crowd in the studio react to that. Uh, the storyline when Dan left and then came back is now one of the most iconic moments in the entire show when they're on stage becoming the five horsemen, and again, them shaking hands and realizing that they are now teammates uh, and uh, not just former rivals. And now going into what they have are you know potentially going to get into with the title match, if Dan, uh, if sorry, if Roca does takes care of business against Ethan, he goes against Dan. You, that's going to be a huge storyline. You think that's going to be that's going to be one of the most the biggest promos I'm ever going to make? It's a huge undertaking, <laughs> and no one's going to be expecting any less. And people know the gravity of that specific match. And if Roca is able to face Dan again, people know that's going to be one for the ages. No questions asked. You know what? Okay, cool. I uh, just want to name drop that, you know, Eric is, you know, the editor behind the showdown. So if you didn't know, now you know. All right. And All right. I will say, I have a song ready. Yeah, oh, my God. Don't oh. jinx me like that, man. <laughs> I, have, oh. I have songs for every scenario. Yeah. Oh, good. You every have a song scenario, for Ethan, too. Good. Always yeah. prepared. Eric is that guy, always prepared for everything. <laughs> I love it. All right, over to Dwayne. Are you also ready for your closing statement for the second round? All right, let's Stretching, do that. You're doing your cracks. I feel you. Or I'm more like I can hear you, really. But so. <laughs> All right, are you ready now? Let's do it. All right, you have one minute starting now. All right, so you, you want to talk about the fans and how the fans were invested in this rivalry. Well, they kept tuning in to see. Could top 10, could Roka do it? Could he catch his white whale? Could they beat the Patriots? Roka's proven that he can beat Dan. But against the Patriots, there's still something left in the tank. There's still something there. You, you, he, he said it. It still angers him that they never beat them. And that is a true rivalry. It's still there. Even to this day, knowing that they're not even a team anymore, he's still so angry that he never got that chance to prove that he could conquer Ten seconds. that horrible song, a little evil, and that loud mouth Bostonian. <laughs> what could have been? Do you still like cry yourself to sleep a little bit at night knowing? That there is that team of Alex, I do not cry myself to sleep, but, <laughs> but there are moments where I hear that song. Uh, if I'm walking around or it comes on my iPhone or uh, it's just a random uh, movie really? or whatever that, that the fists do clench for sure. I hate that song when it shows up in sporting events and I can hear it. I just want to throw something at the television. So, and more than anything else, because I actually loved that song before we played the yeah. Patriots, and now you've taken away the joy of that song for me for sure. So it's a shame. It's true. I have that feeling with a bunch of with a bunch of songs, especially for me, like a lot of like famous, like really great uh, themes, like theme songs, and then I'm like yeah. I associate it with movie, and I'm like, well, now it's associated with the villain, so I can't like it anymore. Gosh, <laughs> or whatever maybe. So you know, um, yeah. So, gosh. Ugh. Okay, guys, you guys are over in the chat. Let us know your opinions. Um, you know, is it is it Dan Merle, you know, being singles slash teams-ish? Or is it alternatively, you know, um, or is it the Patriots? Let us know. You guys have been fans, you know, for a very long time. You know, maybe, maybe not, but 
what do you guys think? Is that which one who's going to walk away with that second round question for sure? Who do you think? Who did you like? Who do you feel angrier against right now to go up against in the future? Mm-hmm. Who would you be like, more excited to go up against? If like Christian came to you and be like, hey, who do you want to play? This one or this one? Which one would you want to take? Uh, right now, if I was to play the Patriots or Dan Merle. Now, wait, does Dan Merle have the belt? Nah, I, don't sure. ask me that. Sure. Right no, now, both, of them, both of them have the belt. Like, let's say you are working your way up towards both of them. Do I have and, Dan Merle by my side to take on the Patriots or do I have Matt Nost? Let's say yes. I have Dan Merle? Sure. Yeah, then we go to the Patriots. Absolutely. Okay. That's the first choice. Yeah. Oh. that's I, I, There's unfinished business there with me and them. Uh, for sure. And uh, you can get the, those two balding SOBs back together again and we'll go ripping pieces. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. You wake JT up from his slumber, from his nap he's having in the middle of the night, bring him out here. And Jeff Snyder, you, you rattle him. My God, I would love to play them again, especially with Dan Murrow by my side. Oh, the mess we'd make of them would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was also a very different time for Schmodown, absolutely, for competitors yeah. and everything. So I'm kind of curious how that would translate a little bit if we can kind of put the Finding Fathers back in time a little bit yeah. for sure. But oh also Merle, I mean, some of, I have to say it, like some of my favorite, not only like Schmodown matches of all time, but like very, some of my favorite matches with you are almost exclusively with them. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. with Merle. So, you know, right. All right. Okay. So we are going to be diving into our third round of questions um, here. And for a third and final question, the third and final question, if you're not familiar, like I mentioned, we're using this beautiful, uh, you know, action army coin to determine who is going to go first. Really? We already chose earlier that Eric is going to be on the fifth anniversary right here. And also Dwayne alternatively, is going to be on the boom side. All right. Okay. It is fifth anniversary. So, would you like to go first or defer, my dude, Eric? Uh, I'll defer. Defer. All right, uh, Dwayne, you Smart have one move. minute on the clock to let us know your opening statement. Now, are you excited for this question in particular, Roca? Yeah, I want to see what these two guys are bringing to the table here. This has been a bit civil. I need you guys to mess it up and get in the pit a little bit. If you're going to argue about the outlaw, you got to argue about the outlaw and not have this civil discussion like you're having tea on a Sunday afternoon in Britain somewhere. Get in the pit. Get in the pit. This is outlaw nation. Yeah. Where's the outlaw attitude? The question is, please read the following question. What was Roka's, a.k.a. the outlaw's, most controversial moment? Mm. And we're going to need some outlaw attitude up in yeah. here. So, yeah. you know, controversial. All right. controversial. Dwayne, you have one minute on the clock to let us know your answer starting now. Okay. So when I thought about controversial, I mean, obviously the outlaw is controversial. He, he's passionate. He, he explodes with excitement, <laughs> exuberance, anger sometimes, but this controversy, he was actually on the right side of history, in my opinion, on this one. There was a grave miscarriage of justice, and it caused a murkiness in the rules of what matters more, whether you say the answer or whether you write the answer. My decision is Jane Fonda. Oh. 
Wow. Is that it? You invoked her name. That moment. Ten seconds. We might as well just thrown all the rules in the schmodown out. I'll yield the rest of the okay. <laughs> the, the last five seconds. Oh. I'm not, not going to say. You've it. already gotten a reaction out of Roka, <laughs> which I appreciate. All right. And over to Eric. Uh, you also have one minute on the clock for our most controversial moment. All right. Um, are you ready? Eric? Yes. All right. Starting now. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rook is no, ha, is no stranger to controversial moments throughout the entire show. Uh, same with rivals, same with championship matches. He has it all. He's done it all. He's done it multiple times uh, in different facets. And I think uh, they all kind of uh, stick together in a certain fashion where, like, they mean something one way. It means something a different way from one to another. However, there's one that I do think uh, sticks out in, uh, that will go down in history as one of the most controversial moments, not just for his career, but for the show in general, which is the O'Russell moment, the O'Russell gate. Mm. Uh, just because, look, it's, it was an ugly thing. It was an ugly loss for him and Dan at the moment. And, uh, not to give too much inside baseball, it was heated. It was a heated thing. Anyone in, uh, in attendance will tell you it was a much, it was a very heated moment for anyone to witness. And I do think it's something that, uh, kind of, pushed him in a certain direction uh, in that season, which was the middle of uh, season six uh, that one time. Uh, sorry, set five. And I do think it's uh, something that he'll remember as something that's probably very unpleasant. And time. Um, mm. A lot of really great... Now, something I do want to mention in the chat, though. Now, we kind of, you know, a lot of these necessary moments, these, like, really big controversial moments... Are have resulted in necessary rules as well. We mm. need this. It's because of JT being very strategic, if I do say so myself, and his ridiculous repeat the questions that we have, the repeat the question rule now. <laughs> so these are very necessary to Schmodown as a whole and where we are. And so if we didn't have a lot of these controversial moments, you know, I'm kind of curious about where Schmodown would be. So I'm excited to see them kind of talk about it. All right. Now, real quickly, thank you, Lon Harris, for saying maybe that time he stayed in the league despite being asked a question about Corinna, Corinna. Oh, wait. <laughs> Dang it, he's so golden. All right. Um, now over to what are you referencing? Is that is that happened in one of his matches? I don't watch yeah. his matches. They get really low views. <laughs> so what did it what is he talking about? It yeah, I said that shit, delinquent. Anyway, yeah, do it telling. <laughs> Uh, real quickly, uh, over to Streamline. Thank you so much to Samir. He mentioned Dwayne wins round two because the Patriots were the biggest and most hated rivalry uh, to Roca and Top 10. I even the, hated them, and I am just a viewer. LOL. <laughs> no, there you go. All right. I hope you put your, uh, put your vote where your mouth is. I'm just saying, as far as I'm putting those votes in there. So, you guys, go, go over there and get voting. We need those votes to determine who's a winner today. Okay. And, <laughs> and yes, you win spiritually you went schmo dates today there you go actually actually just saying lana if you ever want to come on schmo dates what's up i would love that all right uh you guys have four minutes to do some outlaw attitude debating going into uh the open debate you have four minutes and are you both ready yes yes all right starting now all right, look, the thing is about the Russell uh, thing versus Jane Fonda is that Jane Fonda, yes, it was a huge tilt for Roca, and it kind of did, like, throw the match at the moment. Like, it kind of, like, you know, put him and Nose in a very bad headspace moving forward for the rest of that match. And they lost. They lost, and it was very ugly. However, 
uh, once that match was over, like they bounced back pretty fast. Like Roka went on to beat JTE shortly after that in the live event. He took that with them. But in my thing, that Russell stuff, it, you know, again, no too much inside baseball talk, but he damn near nearly stormed out of the studio never to come back because of that, <laughs> that moment. And uh, it was a bad thing. And he was able to once again, take that but it was a much harder thing pill to swallow if you look at his post interview match with dan at the moment with jen they were you know weeping left and right they were uh you know it's like trying to recover just to talk about it it was uh they couldn't even like recuperate just to civilly just to talk about it in post-match interview but that's that's the thing so the the outcome isn't what's controversial it's the moment and how the rules were applied in that situation if you talk about my moment right what was said was taken as less valuable than what was written and in your moment what was written was taken as less valuable than what was said that's why this moment is so controversial because it's shown that the rules don't matter which rule is more important is it more important than what you say or what you write and to this day, there's still no clarification about that. That's why that moment is more controversial because it's it's shown the inconsistency ever since then, and it resulted in your moment. Uh, it's true. Yeah, my moment uh, has like yeah, the same kind of level of uh, controversy, which is that again, it's the, the balance of what it does it matter what you say as opposed to what you write. Uh, a Russell with apostrophe or not with the dot. The thing is, uh, when Chance wrote that thing down, there was part of the controversy, which was like they also you know were under the assumption that Dan had gotten the answer fair enough when he got the first turnaround. He just didn't get it written down in time. The thing is, after that, Dan and Roka they couldn't tell who was to blame for that match. Like Dan tried to put it on himself, say like it was my fault, I blew it. Uh, Roka tried to say, like no, Dan, you had it round one. The thing is, like they couldn't even get their heads wrapped around as to what went wrong in that match. And like the, whole, the entire match. Again, that was the first time they lost to Corruption. Corruption had their number in that match, and it was a huge loss. Uh, the, the power team of the Founding Fathers coming out for their second match, losing to this new rookie from the fan leagues. Like, think about that. And on their Russellgate, and on top of that, crying after the match. Look, it's a bad look for them. But, again, as Roka does, he bounces back. He makes it into a winning factor in his legacy. He t- took that into his match against Bibbs right after that, and he won the championship. And that's what I'm, you're still talking about the outcome and how the, the outcome was controversial. I don't, I don't think that outcome is controversial. I think I would have been upset and I probably wouldn't have been able to wrap my head around the moment either. But the moment itself, your moment is less controversial because it could have been prevented if there had been a rule change, like Alex was talking about after my moment, had they determined Okay, if we're unclear about what you said, then we go to the boards, or we go to the boards and then ask you to repeat your answer. Oh yeah, so that Whatever. back and forth, back and forth of like, yeah, like they're, they're trying to say like, you know, like they, that's they, the controversy. That. It, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen not. in your match. It happened in my match. Like they were yelling, they were raising their hands, like they're raising the voices. Like they tried to fight it. Like they absolutely tried to fight it. That's what made the controversy flare up. Your thing, like with the Jane Fonda moment, sure it was big, but they didn't fight it as hard. Like they knew, like look, this is how it's going to break down. They tried to roll with it best they could. Didn't happen. But for my thing, they were fighting tooth and nail to get that call at the moment and that's very controversial to try and get a call actually reversed on a match but he fought tooth and nail because of what happened in the past the past shaped what happened in your in your moment that's that's why that moment was so important jane fonda was so important because it's shown shown... (laughs) i'm sorry did i catch you mid-sentence okay it's okay (laughs) 
cash you outside. But yeah. I'll save it for the closing arguments. Please do. Please do. Guys, I uh, just want to let you guys know, you should totally make your opinions known after the closing arguments. Just want to let you guys know, don't make any judgment calls just yet. Um, yeah. So we have two really fantastic, very iconic and controversial moments overall. So what do you think of some of these arguments so far, John? I'm loving it. I think it's good. They've done great stuff. Those are definitely two of the most controversial moments that I've been a part of. And I think both of those, ironically, are essentially kind of the same thing in that an answer was given and spoken that was correct. But unfortunately, on the board, it wasn't it wasn't shown. And so it caused that kind of frustration for us. And I don't think it's a bad look that we cried there, Eric. Give me a little bit of a break here. It's an emotional game. Uh, But we got we got, you know, we got strong. But I got Jen and Dan Merle to cry. So that tells you something. And I got it's ironic that I got more compliments from that moment than I ever did for anything else I did in the Schmodown other than beating Dan, you know, kind of showing my heart. That's how much that match meant to us and how close we were to really taking that thing and, and winning it. Uh, but, yeah, it's an interesting point. You bring up the Jane Fonda one. Everyone talks about the Jane Fonda one, right? You know, saying it correctly, all of that. So I, I enjoy what we've got in here. You know, people could have brought up, yeah, someone put it up, the Lena Hedy. I could have brought up the Lena Hedy, Lena Headley, Matt. That's a controversial one, too. If I they knew who I was talking about, they knew exactly who I referenced, and it would have accounted. You got it, ro- you got it phonetically and written incorrectly. Geppetto yeah, counts. Lena Hetty, Lena Hetty. No, honestly, that should have been wrong as well. So, <laughs> just saying, inconsistency yeah. is is not is definitely something yeah. I know Schmodown and overall that they're working on. So it's always a work in progress. Uh, Schmodown. That's something I do actively love about Schmodown is that they're actively working to get better in every yeah. single thing, which I appreciate. All right. So going into our closing statements now, real quickly from the chat as well. Um, John, what do Eric and Dwayne need to do in Uh, order for you to be like, yeah, this person totally going to fucking win this question? Right. I feel like both of them are on the fringe of where they need that extra thing they need to say to kind of win this thing because it feels tied to me at the moment between both of these gentlemen. So I think this is a very important uh, final round. And, hey, it's it's an outlaw Roka debate. So logically, it would go to the final question like all my matches seem to do. So it makes all the sense in the world. So I need to see them really passionately defend their point of view and undercut the other point of view with a little more knowledge about the game or a little more uh, knowledge about the consequences of those controversial moments. I think that needs to be involved here, too. All right. Okay. Controversial, iconic moments. John, let's see it go. Okay, we have one minute on the clock. Since uh, the coin did flip in Eric's favor, we are going to be sticking to uh, Dwayne for your closing statement first. You have one minute on the clock. Are you ready? Dwayne? I'm ready. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anticipation. I'm killing it. I love it. Okay. You have one minute on the clock. Exciting. Now. All right. So we want to talk about the importance and how controversial this moment was. Eric keeps wanting to talk about the outcome. Like, okay, let's talk about the outcome. In that match, after that moment, the Founding Fathers kept fighting. They, they, They tried to keep pushing. They tried to stay in it. Jane Fonda broke broke top 10 broke them they fell apart completely and that's that's not a 
knock, but it showed the importance of a well-timed challenge and how you can argue in the wiggle room in the rules that still hasn't been addressed by the league. And I don't think there's anything more controversial than that. There are still holes in the rules that have yet to been fixed. And we're on season seven. We're in the new era, but we're still dealing with the same old shit. Wow. All right. Same old shit. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. That's true. All right. Over to Eric. You have one minute on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. All right. One minute on the clock for your closing statement starting now. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, like you said, same old shit. It sounds like your moment isn't very special then because we just had another controversy, Alba, Elba, that whole thing. It sounds like this thing is still happening. So it sounds like it was a flub on Roka's part for sure. However, what did it really do? Like it was a bad moment for him for most, but it's still happening. Like we're still getting it left and right. <laughs> so the rules have not get cemented themselves entirely due to that match. Uh, it did come up again in my pick, with the Russell moment. However... The reason my thing is the most controversial moment is because, again, it's the tilt of Hitchroka after the game. After the fact, the game itself is forfeit because of that whole thing. It's because it was not, again, sorry, John, not to say a bad moment. It was a low moment. That's why I should have said it was a low moment for uh, Roka and Dan. And, like, they were really feeling after that. The thing is, as John said, it's a moment people talk, still talk about. It's a moment they congratulate him about for showing his heart for the game. And a bad moment, sorry, a most controversial moment doesn't need to be a bad thing reflecting on the character of the competitor. It just needs to be a memorable one. And I do think that that's one that people do remember and now associate with his, his legacy as we talked about this entire night. Mm. And mm. time. Oh, shnikes, guys. Mm. I, I have so many no. feelings. Okay, guys. Okay. Let's okay. Let's just take a little bit of breather real quickly. <laughs> and uh, well, at least I, it's more just to clarify, I think I need a breather right now. <laughs> I'm not even talking, but my breath was held the entire time. Okay. How do you feel about this so far, John? How do you this feel is- about it? I love this is exactly what I wanted for the last uh, last question. So these guys kind of you know went at it, uh, picked each yeah. other apart a little bit, and then uh, jumped into it and uh, pushed uh, pushed the uh, edges of their friendship here, getting into it. So I was excited to see that. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely, they're going to go at it Mortal Kombat style. Who's exactly. going to have the death blow? Friend- right. When competition starts, friendship ends. When competition ends, friendship begins again. So that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Having a real fatality over here. So, guys, uh, like I mentioned, over in the chat, please let us know your opinions. Uh, who should who should win? Who should lose? You can go vote right now for question three, two, and one. If you forgot to do one of the questions, go back and do some voting. Um, actually, we have 10 minutes on the clock starting now to wait for you guys to go over there and vote. So please do us a, do us a service and go over there. We're having a little bit of a set inception moment. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Wham! Look at that. C2A inception situation. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So now we're just going to hang out in the meantime, but uh, before we kind of just chat it up, uh, we also, I know a bunch of us are going to be working on a whole bunch of things uh, over for the next few months, years, all that good stuff. So, John, where can we find you and all that awesome stuff oh. you're working on? Uh, you guys can always find me at the says on Twitter and on Instagram. And for those who don't know, I've got my YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash John says. So much great program. We just announced our new Star Wars show last night on the Outlaw Nation show with Alex Damon as my guest. 
Laura Kelly will be my co-host for the new show. It's called The Jedi Way. Brian Ward did incredible uh, uh, graphics for it. So we are looking forward to getting that finally going on the Outlaw Nation channel. And I've got a new one that we're going to announce on Monday morning. You guys are looking forward to this one. Uh, You're also going to love my co-host as well. So a lot of changes coming to the Outlaw Nation channel in August that I think you all are going to really enjoy and love and get involved with and like the scope of the channel as well. Uh, Yeah, all that's going on. I got tomorrow live Geek Buddies on the Outlaw Nation channel at 3 p.m. PT as well. Me, Michael, and Shannon uh, answering all your questions, talking about geek stuff, and then bringing you in live to ask your questions of us. That's happening as well. Got the uh, Strong Style coming up on Saturday. And, hey, I've got my match on Friday night. Me and Ethan Irwin, 5 p.m. PT, going at it. So get involved with all of that here in my world. And uh, if you want to come find me on Twitch, because at some point I'm going to do shows on Twitch, it's the Outlaw Nation, all one word, lowercase. Go and follow me there. Boom. Absolutely. All the million and one things for sure. It's uh, yours doing a million and one things, which I am so jealous that you're able to multitask proficiently because I can't multitask for shit. Oh. <laughs> but uh, a lot of the links are actually listed in the description box below, like Twitch, fa- uh, YouTube, Facebook, all those good stuff. So, uh, you know, definitely go ahead and click away on those. And over to you, Eric. Where can we find you and everything you're working on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Nerdchronic, uh, that you guys all know me as. Uh, I work for uh, this little show that I think we all know and love called the Movie Tribute Showdown. Oh. We have a lot of stuff coming up uh, this uh, this next month, uh, big things. We have, yeah, the live events, like what, eight live events going on, uh, uh, four matches a week coming up for the singles tournament in August. So lots of busy work for me this next month, uh, but we're handling it as we always do, uh, grinding our teeth on it and like making sure we get it done. And, uh, yeah, I think other than that, I just uh, host a uh, fun little trivia show with uh, Drew, my good friend, Video Drew, every Monday and Thursday. Just a fun kind of, you know, sparring matches we have, like, for individualized movies called Video Chronic Pop Culture Quiz. It's super fun to have people on there, just uh, chat about movies for a little while. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, and also just want to drop this little nugget of knowledge when I say Eric is probably definitely – no, not – Probably, probably definitely the most hardworking person in Schmodown. Absolutely. Oh. So considering your schedule, I cannot imagine. So it's amazing. Thank you so very much for everything you do. And also, you made my husband a Schmodown fan. So I am forever grateful. <laughs> it's true. He was like walking to the kitchen and we have like a window into that looks into our hallway and he saw your promo and he was like, what's this? <laughs> and the rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> so, And over to you, Dwayne. Oh, my gosh. You're amazing. Okay. Where can we find you once you're working on uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch in the future, YouTube in the future at Burke Made. Um, I got a lot more free time on my hands now, so uh, I'm gonna be <laughs> <laughs> working working on some new stuff. Uh, I got some stuff that I'm working on with Alec, Alex Marzonia. Don't forget the Enya. Um, I got some stuff that I'm working on with Bobby Gucci that should be coming out here in the new, near future that I can. Hopefully, I tell you guys what we're working on. And then uh, I got a Premier League podcast that I'll be working on with Eric's roommate, Luis. Nice. Um, that should be coming at the, the start of the the new season in September. So, All right. So you're bringing me on as a guest if it's a Premier League podcast, son. That's what <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. Any, any, anyone? <laughs> Give me some Jurgen Klopp love. I'll break it all down for you, man. I'll tell you the truth about that team. Hey, I, I'm not a – a huge fan of Liverpool, but I could listen to Jurgen Klopp talk football all day. That's right. That's right. I could listen to him talk football all day. Sorry, you don't like the greatest team on earth, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 okay. Yeah. 
Gosh, like uh, uh, I I like uh, I like baseball. So no, I'm a I'm a I'm a hardcore Chelsea fan. Um, oh, oh start- you like oh you like rich boys? Cool, cool. You're the you're the '80s yuppie uh, villain in every movie. All right, I like it. Uh, I, like it. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 really because when I started watching D.D. Drogba was like the only black player in the league. So that's cool. <laughs> so that's, that's 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 why I I gravitated towards Chelsea. Um, that's fair. but. But I, I do I do respect all, all teams. I can be impartial when I want to be. Yeah, okay, <laughs> um, good. And and actually, my my favorite team to watch right now is Sheffield. Like, I, I love yeah, I, I love watching teams come up and rock it when they come up to the Premier League. So, yeah, sports. <laughs> sports. I, I love sports. Yeah. I mean, this is a go, sport, right? Go team. Yeah. Go home run. <laughs> Luis, like my yeah, my roommate Luis, he's a he's a great guy. He loves you know soccer and like talking about sports stuff. And like so, yeah, he I know he's super excited to start that with you with you, Dwayne Roca. I know he would absolutely love to chat about that with you someday. Oh, yeah. if you get in there, you can figure it out. Yeah. Making connections, I'm so here for it. I love that. Um, I do kind of want to mention over to the chat real quickly. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or whatever it might be, suggestions on any questions or whatever it might be uh, stuff that you want to see argued, please let us know in the Streamlab or a super chat. We'd really appreciate it. Um, but I just want to kind of go over to the chat real quickly. You know, Salvador and Neverett. I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. By the way, I apologize. I love the Raider Nation and LA Rams. What up? Being from St. Louis, I support the Rams. Okay. I do not Cronky's a fucking douche oh. <laughs> he, wow. he is he called our city a city that is not good for sports oh no that guy's a yeah that guy's hey, really, i hate that guy yeah i, I hate that guy yeah absolutely. <laughs> he's the owner of the uh, I, yeah but i you know what i can a lot there are a lot of the same players and everything so i you know what if they have a new home that's totally fine they're mm. still from st louis in spirit so you know yeah, that's what matters. Uh, not to mention they have like the same logo, so I I got a lot of that Rams, you know, merch hanging around the house. So I'm not gonna just toss it, okay? Um, uh, real quickly, a uh, uh, level two training says, Dwayne, did you uh, not see Colin York in the treble winning menu team, Manchester United team? I assume I did, but the year I started watching was the year Drogba won the Golden Boot. So to see a black man be the best, that's that's why. I gravitated towards him. That's fair. Yeah. And the dress. Yeah. <laughs> well, I okay. While we're kind of talking about sports, real sports, I'm watching a sports movie for the very first time. No, the, okay. This like you're talking about actual sports, okay? Football, baseball, <laughs> okay. all that. I'm watching a. I'm watching this. Uh, Fictional sport movie for the first time. I'm watching Rollerball for the first time with oh. James. <laughs> the original. The original. Okay. Uh, okay. I know it's but real is, okay. sports. No, no, no thing is you guys are talking about real sports, but I going over into fictional sports a little bit as far as like sports movies and that kind Basketball. of thing. Basketball. Baseball. Okay, so is that your favorite fictional sport? Someone brought to my attention no. that Quidditch was a fictional sport, and suddenly I was like, "Oh my gosh, how did I even not even consider that?" So I want to know what are some fictional sports that you actually like from movies and stuff, all that good stuff. Anything that kind of like speaks to you? I don't know, Alita, that sport from Alita Battle Angel, I think Rollerball. I think or my favorite, my favorite fictional sport is actually from a video game. Oh. Uh, it's it's Blitzball from Final Fantasy X. Oh, um, I think that's probably one of the the coolest fictional sports. 
Um, but it's also just impossible to do because you, you can't breathe underwater for that long. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i amazed. Like, didn't like Tom Cruise or someone, some, I don't know, Charlie Theron or someone badass, like, like train themselves to like be underwater for like six minutes at a time? Yeah, it was Tom Cruise to do that. Uh, of course, it was Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. I was on Rogue Nation. The the freaking drop and then swim for right. however four minutes or whatever it was. It's not human. I'm telling you, he's like he's like one of those ancient alien people. Like that's what it is. I'm telling you. Um, speaking of which, you guys have 30 seconds left to go vote and make your votes known. And Jake is gonna uh, you know send me all those votes and numbers. So please do your part and get to it. All right. Please okay. let's not have a 50-50 split. <laughs> oh my god! Again, again, that, that, I'm the, not. That happened that. in it was in my one against James, right? Oh my god! It was like literally. The... It waited like twenty minutes to get an answer. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was bonkers. Yeah, I remember the one we had the first time was pretty close too. Yeah. Gosh, well, mean, but that that's what happens when you have Mark Ellis sell baby carrots to children and beer to adults in the same commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, my personal hot take. Uh, yeah, the Quidditch scenes in Harry Potter are like some of the worst <laughs> scenes in the. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, the, the sport as a whole, absolutely. <laughs> it's okay. just, yeah, it's just like very gratuitous, very gratuitous stuff. Yeah. Well, sports are in general are very. Oh, I'm <laughs> All right. Now I'm just going to be waiting for those messages. Okay. Son of a bitch. All right. I mean, I'll expound. Quidditch right. as a thing just really doesn't make sense to me. All right. I am. I don't want to say insulted, Eric, um, but I am downright flabbergasted. I'm shocked you and, would say that as people are voting. Uh, don't give them a reason not to vote for you, Eric. You know, you ever been oh, a debate right. show? Yeah, I think right. I learned my lesson from I last time. <laughs> Sorry, my cat just like did this weird growl thing at me like wow that was really weird okay so i'm just gonna go ahead and uh mention the questions uh real quickly the first question being what is the best championship uh match that the outlaw has competed in for 67 percent of the vote it is roca versus marl oh, oh wow strong statement mm-hmm <laughs> Second question. What is the Outlaw's most iconic rivalry? With 65% of the vote, mm. it is top 10 versus Patriots. Oh. <laughs> wow. With question number three. What was Roka's most controversial uh, moment? With 59% of the vote. In favor of Jane Fonda. Oof, clean sweep. Wow. Yes. Wow. Meaning uh, tonight ah. our winner of walking away is Dwayne Burke. Yes. Yeah, I didn't well shoot myself done. in the foot this time. <laughs> well done. Mm. 
Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to go and take Eric off real quickly, real quickly, yeah. so we can do go ahead and chat with you real fast. How are you feeling after this? You're currently technically a two and one, so definitely a great Schmobe record, if I do say so myself. So how are you feeling about the arguments and everything? Uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I think I left a little bit on the table on the third question. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm there's someone pointed out in the chat a shot that I should have taken, but I did not take. Um, that Eric's moment didn't even involve Roca. I almost mentioned that, but I didn't yeah, want to give that to I, 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 I saw it after. Um, and then someone also called me a heel. And it's like, I don't know if I'm really a heel. I just like to get okay, reactions what? out of people. I, I say things that are meant to invoke an emotion, whether it's positive or, or negative. That's that's on you. It's, it's, it's not on me. It's, yeah. Well, I, that was kind of like, I don't understand why someone would call you a heel, honestly, if they're just trying to gauge a reaction. I mean, doesn't, who doesn't do that, honestly? But yeah. regardless, okay, going in, okay, so you played, uh, you've only played two competitors. You played Eric as well as James White. Who would you love to go against against in the future? Oh, I, I don't know. We have know. a lot of competitors that have been in. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a difficult question. Um, Maybe the guy who thinks he's the best, or oh, he's just kind of a loudmouth Billy Belford. Oh, he, oh, he, he, he he talks a lot. That's in the he Belford. Does. He okay. does. He does. And I mean, just just being loud doesn't make you better. That's the truthiest truth you ever truthed. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Roka, what do you think about him winning today? Do you think it's it's definitely he he should have won, he did one, and it's uh you know what do you think overall? I feel like I want to take Eric into a basement and teach him how to debate. Uh, that's what I feel like <laughs> doing. I think he did a good job, but I think Eric has some uh, work to do. Uh, I think Dwayne did, a, Dwayne did a decent job, but there's no way Dwayne should have ran away with this thing. I felt like he left a lot on the table, as he said in some of the debates going back and forth him and, and Dwayne, Eric. If Eric was a little bit more schooled on some of the stuff he was talking about, I think he could have had Dwayne for sure. But I think it was a lot closer than the scores of 67, 69, and what have you, 59. But that being said, I do respect the fact that you took this thing, Dwayne. You certainly argued your points well. You had notes. You were making notes. You were, you were aware of how you want to argue. You were aware of a time clock you had for yourself. So you prepared correctly, and clearly it meant a lot for you, judging from your celebration of when you won. So props to you, my friend. Plus, how can you vote against a guy who's wearing a shirt, my shirt, for the outlaw? Way back when. I it's, uh, it's still one of my oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. one of my favorites, man. Still yeah, one of it's, my favorites. Uh, it's the shirt that you can actually see in some of Eric's promos <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from, from the first live event that I, I wore when I was sitting in the front row, and it's actually autographed. Oh. <gasps> oh <laughs> I love that. Well, I don't I think that. I, did I do that? When did I do that? It was after the first live event. Oh, nice! And I, dude. I, I don't. Right yeah, I, I, I actually, I don't think I've worn it since then. To be wow. completely oh, thanks, honest. <laughs> well, no, it's because it's got an autograph on. Yeah, that's, that's true. Fair. That's, that's true. Fair. Uh, yeah, I don't wear my Action Live shirt uh, that says like both uh, Ben and Drew's signatures on it. I'm like, nope, nope. I'm thinking I'm getting yeah, a second frame. You don't want to have you don't want to have to wash it and then fade yeah. fade the autograph. Yeah, I'm, uh, Rachel Silverstein. She told me a way to iron it with like a certain something underneath or something, oh, yeah. or to guarantee that it's going to last forever and ever. But 
I haven't done it and I'm lazy. So you don't want to tempt fate. Um, overall, okay, I'll see what I can do about getting you a match with Belford in the near future for sure. Let's see what we can do. All right, but congratulations. Please hang out afterward and we're going to go ahead and bring on uh, Eric here in a second. Okay. Eric! Hey. <laughs> what's up? How are you feeling? Uh, defeated. Do you feel oh, like you're in a basement but... somewhere? Uh, I'll, yeah, I, I, have, I have work to do. I have work to do, unfortunately. No, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I understand. Like, I, I, uh, mean, Dwayne, you know, fought his way towards, uh, his points, and absolutely, he had some great points. And it's a, it's a shame because, like, that first one, I say, like, uh, Roka versus Moro for the championship, that was absolutely a pick that I had in my mind. And I would have loved to, like, have been that in my stance for sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Like, but it, it's iconic. It's all iconic. I think Roka is mm-hmm. just an iconic person. That's why I, I wanted to be a part of this. I know Alex reached out to, like, who would be interested in that in theory. And I reached out. I said, you know, I, I would love to do that just because uh, as Dwayne, you know, had his shirt on from the first live event that he went to, I was there, too, that night. And that was, like, my first big schmodown, like, anything. Uh, and so I always uh, cherished that night very much. So it kind of put me on my path to cement my own legacy in the showdown, which I'm always appreciated for, for the show and for John, because like I always say in whatever post that I get a chance to, like John was the first person who, uh, like of the showdown, like family that stopped and like talked to me out of like anyone ever. And so like, it meant a lot to me that night. And I don't know if I would have been as dedicated of a fan if I you know, had walked away from that night without that conversation. So it's, yeah. it meant a lot to me. I mean, it still means a lot to me to this day. Respectful. Absolutely. See, yeah, it's- see, we wouldn't have the slowdown without me, people. That's the, we wouldn't have okay, these great. Let's, let's, me. Call, let's, let's call that right the f down. <laughs> no, no, I, it, was, it was great to meet Eric that night, and, and I remember having that conversation. I remember just that Eric was such a you know I I gravitate to to good souls. I do because I'm an I'm a nutty, crazy person who's passionate. So I seek for the I seek the calm in the storm. And someone like Eric, as soon as I had I started talking with him, I was like, oh, this is a good dude. I like this guy. We're having a nice conversation. So I'm glad that in any way I brought you into the Schmodown and to have you go all the way up to the point where you're making the promos for all of us and doing such incredible work, Eric. It's, it's an honor. And if anything I said brought you into this, to have us benefit from your talent, it's an honor, honestly, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Eric, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, you know, and everything as well. Um, I'm sorry, my cat is yelling at me from the top of the staircase. I don't know if you can hear him, but it, it is obnoxious. <laughs> but uh, real quickly, yeah, I, I honestly think, you know, you know, I honestly think you debated very well personally. Uh, uh, you know, we are allowed to vote. I mean, like vote in like the links and all that good stuff. I personally uh, did, you know, vote in favor of, you know, Dwayne for a few moments. And Bubby, also, I voted in favor of you for the final question. I honestly, um, but also like looking bad at David O'Russell, I'm like, that's like one that I, I, I feel like if I like drop, a little David O. Russell reference in any kind of group on Twitter or in Facebook. Uh-oh. I swear, it's like dropping a bomb. You know, there's going to be like 50 comments in like five minutes. <laughs> so controversial for sure. Um, and uh, no, real quickly, base have to be emotional, not reading from a sheet of paper. I beg to differ. That's how <laughs> I want my, deb- my right, debate. Right. So, you know, whatever. Okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> All right. So is there anything, uh, kind of looking back at your debates, though, is there anything that you would have uh, wished you had changed or maybe emphasized or kind of changed your uh, debate strategy about any of the questions? 
Uh, I would have been a little bit more prepared, like, you know, like John said about um, just kind of have my head wrapped around like the history of the game and stuff. Uh, again, I'm very busy these days. So uh, even though I definitely did want to be a part of this, like I had uh, very little time to prep like my arguments as much as I did last time. So like I kind of came in just winging it. So everything you heard tonight was kind of just like imp- improv. So <laughs> I held on as well as I could in all that sense. So yeah, if I had time to kind of like, go back, I think I would have tried to get a few more notes uh, on my side just to kind of get my head in the game a little bit more. Gotcha. Well, you did have a lot of love in the chat, you know, for sure. Yeah, so, sure. you know, just want to point that out there as well. And there's a lot of love for Lawn, like Yodi for Chronic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's, make it, let's get that trending, people. Yes. Uh, word last year I was like, Lawn who? And now I'm like, Lawn, please. Oh, what's <laughs> going on there? Okay, I see you. Um, but yeah, nice work, Eric. Absolutely agree. So I cannot wait to see you back in Schmobase. Is there anyone you would love to debate against in the future? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, my my the, the the morbid curiosity side of me says video drew just because oh, we, we already go at it a bunch of a bunch of things like you know every day just because like she has her opinions about stuff but we always like have a fun time doing it so I think that'd be a really fun show. Drew, she yes. likes arguing, <laughs> and challenging news. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, Lon, you are very good. Yes. We acknowledge it. We are. One, right. one scene. One scene. He did one scene. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Eric. I'm going to drop you off, but please hang out for a minute after while we kind of wrap things up real quickly. Salute. We'll see you soon. All right, John, just yes. you and me, we're wrapping things up here on this oh, episode. Okay. And, you know, real quickly. Yeah. Um, Overall, this was a very Roka-themed episode and all that mm. good stuff. Now, next week, we are going to be doing an IG-specific question based on the IG tournament. Mm. So, you know, obviously, a lot of controversial moments, especially this season, a lot of upsets and all that good stuff. Do you have a favorite match from the IG tournament overall? So far? Yeah, so far. <sighs> no, because Corruption keeps winning all those matches. Um, I would say... Stuff aside, come on now. <laughs> um, or you can just emphasize a picture. I, I tell you what, I really enjoyed Greg Alba and Kalinowski's match. I, I went in there thinking that was going to be a drubbing, and Kalinowski went toe to toe with him. I mean, Alba went toe to toe with Kalinowski, and almost, if he had gotten a couple things to go his way, he could have pulled off one of the most major upsets oh ever in the history of the Schmodown, knocking out the former defending champion in the first round. And like an NCAA tournament, for those of you who know basketball, sometimes those big favorites, they have shaky beginnings. They come real close and almost get upset, and then they go all the way to the final. So uh, certainly Kalinowski has done that. Shout out to him. I also think the uh, um, the Robert Parker chance match was incredible. Uh, great back and forth between both of them. Once again, one or two things another way, and chances out again in a tournament. So it's uh, you know the, that's how close it is. But you got to keep your nerves. You got to keep your strength throughout because you never know how the game can turn in your favor or against you. So those are the two matches. And shout out to the Barbarian who I think gave Chance all he could handle in a couple of controversial oh moments. Uh, yeah. That uh, I think hopefully the uh, question, uh, not the question writers. How do I don't want to say this? Hopefully the people involved in the Schmodown are taking a look at how those questions are phrased so that players are very aware of the specificity of what the answer is being, what they're looking for in the answer. So much love to Craig. Absolutely. That's definitely a match that will 100% be going down in the books. It's one of the, I don't want to say one of the most controversial matches, but definitely one of those uh, matches where lessons were learned. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. You know, a very necessary batch. I'm glad we have it, you know, in order to kind of better schmow down as a whole, which I appreciate. All yep. right. But you guys heard it here. Next week is going to be an IG specific IG tournament specific match referring to questions and everything regarding the IG tournament. If that's something you're interested in and you want to really debate in, please let me know in Twitter at called action pod. You can check out everything in the description box. We're also on, on Facebook. So please go check that out. And yeah, please like subscribe and Give us a comment. We'd really appreciate that. I mean, comments are cool. I mean, the outlaw knows it helps with the algorithms and all it that does. stuff. So we would prefer that significantly. <laughs> so please, please. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, this is, uh, I'm Alex, part of the Call to Action crew. And guys, keep arguing. Keep having fun. And still love Shmobay. It's forever and ever because it's the best thing ever. All right. Bye, guys. Have a great one. Thanks for having me.